Hey everyone, Mia Paulus here with the Simplicity in Business and Life podcast. I'm really excited because I'm restarting my podcast. It's been a while. Uh, I've been doing Facebook Lives for a while now, but we're up in our game. So if you notice, I had my little streaming intro and then I'll have an intro before we cue into the me talking about what we're going to talk about today. So I'm just really excited to be getting these going because we'll be able to put them on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher. We're also going to post it on YouTube. So um, still tune into the Facebook Lives because you'll get it ahead of everybody else by tuning into the lives because I'll be doing them as lives first. So I'm really excited about that. Um, today's live, I'm going to talk about something I'm very passionate about. It's something that I've been literally giving my full effort in for the last 15 years and finding a way to simplify business. So today I'm going to talk about why you should ditch your virtual assistant and start team sourcing. So to do that, I'm going to talk about um, really the evolution of virtual assistants and team sourcing, um, why you sh really should ditch your virtual assistant, and then why what team sourcing really is and how that's going to help your business. So with that said, let's get started. No, it doesn't have to be so hard. No, it doesn't have to be so hard. Business in life made simple. Okay, so like I said, we're going to talk about why you should ditch your virtual assistant. And you're like, what? Everybody's telling me to have my virtual assistant and get one because that's like the the end all be all of what's going to save me my business and give me my life back. And um, I'm going to show you why our when we tried doing virtual assistants within my company, why it didn't work and why why it didn't work. Really, I'm going to go into all the details of that. And um, but first, I want to talk to you about how I got to where I am and why I got so passionate about it. So that for those that are just tuning in and listening to me for the first time, um, I have a company called The Center where we do a lot of outsourcing services for companies. And um, and my background, just so you know, is in accounting and finance. And in my early days, so back around 2004, 2005, I worked at CPA firms and was meeting with a ton of business owners. And um, and every time I would meet with these business owners, they would just they look so tired and overworked and overwhelmed. And I'm like, I love entrepreneurship. And if this is my inevitable doom to, for entrepreneurship, then I might want to rethink <laughs> going into business. And so I started to think about like, what could I do to help them? How could I help simplify their lives more? They needed more than this once a year tax accountant that they would come to to do their tax return. And um, so I started to think about ways to do like virtual phone answering for companies and virtual bookkeeping. And and um, so as I kind of stewed over it enough, I was like, you know what, I'm going to do this. I've always wanted to be an entrepreneur. I quit my job, started a, a virtual outsourcing company back in 2006. So this was when upload speeds weren't the greatest to do virtual bookkeeping, internet speeds, you know, the smartphone wasn't around. So people were not uh, really used to doing everything virtual and through their through their handheld device or laptop and um, so it was definitely a, a barrier to break through and to really change. But as I started to, um, oh, let me back up. So also this is when Tim Ferriss had launched. If you're familiar with Tim Ferriss, he wrote the four hour work week book. And that was a book all about how to use virtual assistants to work four hours a week. And um, not crazy about the book, but um, it, regardless, it, it spearheaded this virtual assistant movement and craze. Now, virtual assistants have probably been around, I think, since the 90s, but really it was in the 2000s when it started to build traction and especially overseas virtual assistants. And so 
Um, so during that same time, I was really focused on virtual bookkeeping and telephone answering service companies and hadn't really launched virtual assistant services in my company yet. Um, after the crash of 2008, I just kind of had to go heads down and do more traditional accounting work. But uh, in 2013, so what, seven years ago, I, I was like, you know what, I'm going to try this whole virtual assistant movement out. It started to build some traction. People were using it. And so I had um, told our clients we're going to start doing virtual assistants. And one in particular was like, yeah, I'm all on board. Let's do this. And uh, it was really cool because he went all in and started outsourcing all kinds of tasks to us. And the more we did for him, he had a podcast. He had we did stuff for customer facing things because we did we do a lot of customer facing. So, you know, helping him with customer onboarding and different sales calls and a lot of different things, helping him um, just go really deep and broad on his account. And um, and that's really where it all started to crumble, because. Here was a client that wanted to continue to grow and scale with us. And we had virtual assistants working on these tasks for him. But because they weren't specialized and, and they couldn't go deep enough on his account, it uh, it was hard to really scale at the level we needed to scale with him. And so, um, so it really just set me off like, no, I think what we need is more spe- small, specialized, virtual, small, specialized teams that uh, the client doesn't feel the pain. There's redundancy, there's specialization. There's the ability to connect departments together. So I'm going to go into all these a little bit deeper. But but that was really my epiphany is, is um, one, having worked with him. And then the other thing was, is I realized the more services we did for companies, that it's really the same thing over and over again in businesses. If you need social media posted on your account, if you um, need podcasts posted, if you need to... Um, send emails to your customers. If you need to answer your phones for customers, like there's all kinds of, um, if you really take all the services that are the same for companies, I about bet about 80% of every company is the same, no matter the industry. And so that leaves about 20% that you really have your core competencies in and that are unique to you. And so I thought, what if we could systematize, automate, use technology, people and process, and really take those 80% to work companies no longer had to be the expert in that. How would that change the industry? How would that change businesses? How would that change startups and how quickly they could bring their customers in and turn a profit? How much more could companies innovate? How much more could they get out of the day-to-day whirlwind of business and focus more on their family and the communities? And I started to just think about how much the world could really change if we did this right. And so let me, I'm going to go through first so that's kind of been my evolution of team sourcing and virtual assistants. And in other podcasts, I'll go a little bit deeper into some of those stories. But that's really been the trend. Um, but I really want to spend today really focusing on why I'm so passionate about why you should ditch your virtual assistant and really what the benefits of team sourcing are. So with that said, let's go um, a little bit deeper. All right. So the biggest one for me with virtual assistants is that it is not scalable. Um, just like the story that I had said when when we needed to replicate and scale it uh, because it, even if you have, um, let's say you have a virtual assistant in the Philippines and then you have another virtual assistant that maybe is specialized in podcasts. And then you maybe are like, Oh, I'm growing. Now I need to get another virtual assistant that can help me with my email management. And like some, I mean, now you have three people to manage as you start scaling. And so I started to think like, you're now a project manager. You're no longer a CEO of your company. You're project managing all of those. And it's the, the it's not set up to where those three are going to continue to build the base and continue to grow off of that. And so really the only other option is to start growing an in-house team. 
So I thought, well, if we could do team sourcing, then we are creating these specialized teams that are integrating. It's our job at the center, like at, with team sourcing to integrate departments and to have redundancy and have process documented and become the experts in those those specific services. So like if we have we have specialized teams in marketing or service and support or sales, uh, technology, fulfillment, employee engagement, I and mean, we have several more too, but like literally like we have these all these specialized teams that can continue to grow and scale. And so I thought when we want on this account that I was referencing, um, it got to where two people on his account. So we even had redundancy. It was a crazy thing. We had two people on his account. And when they quit, um, it put us in a tailspin. Like they all both quit within like two weeks of each other. And it put that account in a tailspin where we realized like we didn't have the process documentation because think about virtual assistants, it's very people heavy and not a lot of process. Um, and so we really wanted to uh, find a solution that would you know, not have it fall back on the business owner. If you think, oh, if you don't end up not liking a virtual assistant or they quit, like it all falls back on you again as a business owner. And everything I've ever done over the last 15 years has been, how can I help simplify life for the business owner? And that is really what this podcast is about. Um, everything that I'm talking about is really to help simplify your business and your life. And so that's when I that's when I became so passionate about virtual assistants not working is it's like turnover is the hardest thing for companies to continue to grow and scale. And so, um, all right. So that's the first thing is it's not scalable. And that is really, I think, the biggest problem of them all. So the second one is you still have to be the expert. So you might have something um, again, think about the 80% that's the same in every business. Why should you as a business owner have to be an expert in all of those things and try to teach the VA to do those? Um, yes, some VAs come with certain talents, but again, you can't be a jack. I mean, you're not a master of all of them when you're jack of all trades. And so if so much pressure falls on the business owner to know how to do things. And so that is the other like frustrating thing for me about virtual assistants is like, again, it falls back on the business owner to be the expert. And again, these are things I'm just going to go through the list and, and other podcasts. I'm going to go deeper on these things so we can really kind of unpack it and talk about them. But on this first podcast, I just want you getting you thinking about a different way to do business and thinking about um, what would it look like if I did have um, a team sourcing solution where I didn't have to become the expert, where I didn't have to think about everything, where they could also help me with strategy and innovation, um, which leads me to another one. So all the strategy and innovation falls on you. Um, with team sourcing, you have specialized teams and departments that are outsourced and virtual. That allows the ability to be very specialized and integrate departments. I'll give you just a quick example. We have a client where we literally do all their social media posts, replies, also employee engagement programs. And if you think about it, that's just a lot of content and copy. Like we do images and text. And, and so we're able to repurpose copy on the employee engagement side, on the social posts. And so it allows us to be very strategic and innovative and um, find out new ways to help not only simplify it for the business, but actually better serve their customers and better serve their employees. And so that's another great one. Um, uh, another kind of downfall of the virtual assistant model is it doesn't have a holistic balance of people, process, and technology. Uh, when we launched the virtual assistant movement, it was very people heavy. And that's why we crumbled because we didn't have enough process. And then as we started to scale and grow in our company, we started to build more process, brought in process engineers. And then as we started to grow that, we realized, oh, now we need technology 
to help automate some of these things for companies because we could either hire 100 people to do it or we could use technology. So it allows us to then continue to pass those cost savings down to customers because we're always looking for ways to streamline and automate. And again, because we're doing it the same and the whole 80% over and over again, like you're not going to have um, that ability in your company. Because if you think about business, it's so much more complex than it used to be. It used to be, you know, you put some ads out on on uh, in a magazine and you put it to send some print mail and now just marketing alone, if you unpack just marketing, is so complicated. So there's no way a business owner can be fully um, niched if they're having to do all of these departments as well and come, become experts on them. So, um, so I'm a big believer in balancing people, process, and technology. And when those are in balance, like that is really when the human experience is, 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 um, is magnified and we're able to really improve the human experience for not only customers, but employees and strategic partners as well. All right. So um, I think I kind of mentioned this before, but you're really becoming the project manager when you're having to now add multiple VAs. It again, falls back on you. So if you're managing them all, like to me, that's not really the lifestyle entrepreneur that so many people talk about if you're now having to manage multiple VAs. So you really want to work with a company where you have one point person. doesn't mean you don't work with other subject matter experts, but um, that really, again, the team sourcing model solves that issue as well. Um, so this is what I, having gone through this virtual assistant pain points, I just started to think about all the things I hated and then figured out a solution to offset those pain points of virtual assistants. And maybe you guys have more and I would love to hear if there's other pain points that you guys have with that. Um, all right, let's see. So um, obviously the obvious ones too is that there are language and culture and time zone barriers. If you go overseas, now I know there's a big trend to move it back on on um, domestic because if you think about it, you're not getting any customer um, help with off overseas and you have the time zone differences. So they are, they're not calling your customers up and they're not helping. So everything that I built with the team sourcing model was always to be customer facing. How can I make sure the people we hire are customer facing? Because it's easy for us. If you want to get some data entry done overseas, like we can manage that for you. Like that's not a big deal, but get the core first, right? Which is that customer facing project management, redundancy, specialized teams, like all of those things get solved with um, the team sourcing model. Okay, so those are my pain points for virtual assistants. Now let's talk a little bit about team sourcing and um, what that is. So with team sourcing, you have, um, like I said, small teams that expertly understand your business. And uh, you can have a small team in marketing or phone answering. Like you don't want a hundred people answering your phone. So if you're using some of these other telephone answering service companies and they have a hundred agents, like you want small specialized teams that can really get to know your CRM software, go in and book your appointments, uh, be able to schedule estimates. Like that's what, it was really difficult. It took me 15 years to figure this out, but over the years of constantly honing and tweaking and refining, like it's working. It's so cool to see it, it working. Um, but those small teams are so critical and important. So we have a, a pod structure that we can, that is built where we just continue to replicate those pods um, for other companies. Okay, the 80% that is the same in every business. So again, like team sourcing solves the 80% and then gives you a one a point person that can then understand why you're different and what your core competencies are so that we can then implement your vision and your innovation ideas that you have into the 80%. So again, I'll go into these deeper on other on other podcasts. I just want to get you thinking about it and think like, what 
how this, I mean, this is really different than probably anything you've ever heard before. And so I'm, that's why I'm so passionate about it because I'm like, the world needs this. It's going to solve so many problems for companies, um, whether it's in-house teams or outsource services. So, all right, standards uh, for business best practice. Again, like if the 80% is the same, why should businesses have to reinvent the wheel for that 80%? We can then create best practices on that 80%. Um, so now I'm kind of going the opposite because I've said a lot of these things, a holistic balance of people, process, technology. I mentioned that one, um, redundancy. So you don't have to feel the turns of, uh, pains of turnover. I can tell you that turnover is probably the thing that set me back the, the quickest in my, in my company. Now that we have an amazing culture and team and we have the depth, it isn't a big deal. But in the early days of startup turnover, like halted my momentum and then I had to start all over again. And. So like I am very passionate about finding ways to not have turnover um, to where it affects you as a visionary. Um, one outsource partner. So this is big to me because we um, we work in a not do um, we have an employee engagement team in our company now. We do a lot of employee engagement for companies. Initially, I was going to outsource that. A client came to me and says, hey, can you help me build a strategy for this? And we started to um, I started research competitors out there and I wasn't really thrilled with what they offered. So I was like, you know what, we do have a good culture. We're going to build this in-house. And so we've been doing this now for like three or four years, um, employee engagement. And it's been so amazing to see now that we handle the customer experience, the employee experience, and the strategic partner experience, how when all those are integrated together, how amazing, like I swear, it's like magic that happens with companies because we're able to be so strategic for them uh, when you have that one outsource partner. Um, you get access to strategists and subject matter experts. So again, you can go really deep on your account. Um, you can integrate departments and it's so important for marketing to know what the customer support department's doing and what customer support needs and what marketing's doing. And I keep going with all the departments, but the ability to integrate departments is so critical. It's really, in fact, we always have to think like, is this service and sports job or marketing? Because it's kind of one and the same anymore because uh, Omnichannel is on social media and all these things. So it uh, it's kind of changing the world. All right. Um, let's see, less growing pains. Again, we can flatten those growing pain curves because we're not, you're not having to learn everything. I mean, it took me 10 years just to figure out how to build a team. So it uh, just learning curves are huge. And if you can just at least take out some of the learning curves in business, think about what you could do for your company. Uh, the more you could focus on being strategic and innovative for the things that you're good at, like that's going to get you further faster. That's going to give you that competitive edge that you need. Um, and you're going to have saved so much time. So this is another bullet point I have is just saving time on creating unnecessary processes when you don't have to think about it all. And I can tell you, because I use these same things for me as a visionary, like I use team sourcing for me. And and it's like, I don't have to think about it all. Like my team comes up with ideas. It's like, yes, like for so many years as I was building this company, I had to think about everything and it's exhausting. And so um, there's this trend to be a lifestyle entrepreneur, but there's still a lot that falls on you or it's really hard to really step back and um, disconnect. So that's why I'm very passionate about throwing the virtual system movement on its head, showing why it doesn't work, show why team sourcing solves all of the problems that teams, that virtual assistants 
that you'll you'll run into with virtual assistants. So it's really the best of both worlds, the ability to outsource and the benefits that come with virtual assistants, but you also get the benefits that you would typically find with an in-house team. So it's really, I think, I guess I really have never really explained it that way, but it's really the merge of virtual assistants and in-house teams together to be the perfect solution for companies in this day and age. Um, and so it's really cool that my models evolved right when people I feel like were ready for it. Um, and so hopefully that kind of shows you guys why I'm so passionate about this. If you like this episode, you're going to find a lot more about this. I really want to continue to show you how you can simplify your business and your life and, uh, and really just get you back to finding time to do the things that you love, more time with your family, serve in your community, um, whatever your purpose is in life. Like that is really what I am here to do and to help show you. So I hope that, uh, this was helpful. Um, Again, we're going to be posting these on all different platforms. I'll be doing them on Facebook Live first, um, and then we'll just continue to go from there. So that's what I have prepared for you guys today. Um, if you want to learn more about team sourcing, you can go to um, thecenter.com slash team sourcing. So the center, though, is spelled T-H-E-C-E-N-T-R. So C-E-N-T-R dot com slash team sourcing. So that's team and then sourcing. Um, and then you can go there and you can schedule a free call uh, with Manon. And then you can also, um, or whoever it ends up being, but, uh, and then you can also find out more information about that. So thanks everybody. Thanks for tuning in. And I will see you um, on my next podcast. No, it doesn't have to be so hard. Doesn't have to be so hard. Business and life made simple.